right, welcome to Viking 360, Mike Rubin, joined by Brian Johnson, and uh, we're starting to get into the thick of the winter sports season, and what a start it's been uh, for the Lady Vikings and the Vikings. It's been a historic start, Rube, really, for both of these programs uh, to be uh, playing at the level they're playing at, not just winning, Rube, but winning convincingly uh, in most of their contests, so uh, you know, we're excited about what could be ahead of us. All right, let's talk first about Lady Viking basketball. Off to a 5-0 and start, ranked number six in Class AAA. Most recent wins over Parkersburg and Sissonville. And they're going to return to action on Saturday morning, playing at 1030 in the Fellowship of Christian Athletes Hoops Classic uh, against Charleston Catholic in a game that's being played down at... Uh, West Virginia State University. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be a good day. Uh, it's a little bit different, Rube, but really early start uh, for the Lady Vikes, and the warm-up's going to be different. They, they do a thing called the Kansas City-style warm-up, so they'll warm up 10 of the first 20 minutes of their warm-up will be at halftime of the game previous to them, and then they get 10 minutes between games. So it's going to be a, a little bit different in how they go about their approach. Uh, but, man, this Lady Viking team, Rube's experienced, uh, and they look locked in. They're playing outstanding basketball. And they're going to face uh, Charleston Catholic. I, I know it's a small school, but yet a very good basketball school, and they're off to a 3 and one start. It'll be a test, uh, no question about it, on a neutral floor against a, a really good uh, team that is probably going to be right there in the thick of things uh, uh, when it comes March at the Civic Center as well. So I think John Kennedy is excited to see how his girls respond. And, you know, Rube, they might play a uh, a noon game or a 10-30 game in the tournament. So this is a good opportunity for them to, to kind of test that. And they have another a game coming up before the Christmas holiday, and it's a key one as well as they take on the Winfield Generals on Wednesday. Yeah, Winfield Generals 1 and 2 as well, but don't uh, – don't let that fool you. They're always a tough test, uh, and uh, I think Coach Kennedy will be excited to see how his team responds and make sure they're not uh, focused on Santa Claus and make sure they're focused on uh, winning that basketball game. It'll be a tough test. And, Brian, I know you had a chance to talk with the lone senior on the Lady Viking team in McKinnon Hall. Yeah, it feels like she's been around for 10 years, Rube, but uh, we're thankful for that. She's uh, an outstanding point guard, an outstanding leader on this team, and She's just focused uh, to sit down and chat with her. You can see the look in her eye. She just wants to win, uh, and she wants to finish uh, her career on a high note, and uh, hopefully uh, it'll be in Charleston. All right, let's turn our attention to Viking basketball. They are off to a 2-0 start, having defeated uh, Robert C. Bird and Lincoln County, and they, too, will play on Saturday down at West Virginia State. They play Herbert Hoover in the noon game immediately following uh, the Lady Viking game. Uh, so uh, they have a, a, a test as well. Hoover uh, not having a great uh, one-loss record, but you have to remember they advanced to the class uh, a double-A championship in football, so that gave them a late start in basketball. Yeah, and one of their best players was the quarterback on that football team, so he's kind of rounding his way into form on the basketball court. And Again, that'll be a tentatively a noon start uh, right after the Lady Vikings, so a, a little bit different uh, approach for them as well. I'm sure they'll come in Saturday morning, have a shoot around, 
uh, get the blood flowing a little bit and uh, head down that to uh, down the way to West Virginia State and uh, hopefully uh, come out and be ready to play. You know, they've done that so far this year, two very convincing victories. Uh, I don't think uh, anyone really could see that coming. I thought maybe we had a chance to be pretty good, but to be beating your opponents by an average of 26 points through two games is a little bit unheard of. And uh, Jameson Hunt gave me a stat, Rube, that if they win Saturday, it'll be only the fifth time in school history we start 3-0. and That's amazing. And they, too, have some games coming up uh, after Saturday, but before Christmas. They'll be taking on the Marietta Tigers, a team we've been playing in football, but not in basketball. But Marietta is off to a 4-1 and start on the basketball season. And they'll also be pl- – that, that game is on uh, a Tuesday. And then on Thursday – they travel to Lincoln, and Lincoln is not to be confused with Lincoln County. This game will be up in the Clarksburg area, and the uh, the Cougars are 2-1 and one on the season, and they've beaten some good teams. They've beaten the Buchanan Upser and Bridgeport. Yeah, Derek uh, Mullins talked about playing some of these different schools up north and getting some exposure for his team and hoping that sports writers will see that and, and help them uh, you know, throughout the year of – uh, some of the kids may be getting voted under the all-state teams that maybe wouldn't because some of these northern schools don't get to see them. But it'll be a big test. Uh, Marietta, football-wise, has always been a really good matchup for us and a tough game. I expect it to be no different on the basketball floor. And then Lincoln, we don't know a whole lot about them, but uh, two impressive wins, Buchanan Upshur and Bridgeport so far. So uh, it'll be a test. And, again, you're fighting uh, the holiday season, so will you be locked in and ready to play? And the Viking freshman team is one and two. They, too, have a game on Saturday at noon. They will be traveling up to Tyler uh, Consolidated. But uh, one of the interviews that we had uh, was um, Luke Johnson, and what a start he's had through the first two games of his senior season. I made Luke sit down to interview him because I didn't want to hurt my neck having to look up at him the whole time. He is such a menacing figure when he walks in the room. Uh, True 6'11". He's gotten stronger, uh, and again, much like McKinnon, his senior year, he looks very confident. He looks very locked into what he's doing, and he just wants to lead this team, and he's done a fantastic job so far, averaging around 26 points per game, averaging 13 or 14 rebounds per game, uh, 10 dunks through two games, which is unheard of at Ripley High School. So I look for him to have a massive year. And I had a chance to talk with Jamison Hunt, uh, former Viking standout, one of the all-time leaders in assists and three-point goals, and he's now uh, coaching the junior varsity team. They have a great uh, setup between he and Derek. They complement each other well. Um, their coaching styles uh, are very similar. Um, and uh, obviously you got Coach Steve Hunt on the bench there that's kind of helping guide and direct the young guys. But uh, Jameson's going to be a great coach, and we're excited to have him. All right, Brian, let's talk a little Viking wrestling. They went 3-2 and two last weekend at the John Marshall Invitational, and they have a huge uh, tournament this uh, Friday and Saturday. They are traveling to North Canton Holiday Tournament up in Ohio, and I understand there are 37 teams in that event, including several from Ohio and Pennsylvania. Tough competition again. You know, you've said it for years. You really kind of have to throw their record out the window because the schedule is so grueling every year they they just continue to pile on 
Uh, great wrestling school after great wrestling school, testing their kids in hopes of having them ready uh, come tournament time. But it, it'll be a big weekend for them, Rube. If they can come out of there uh, with a few victories, it'll be a big boost for them. And it only continues after that the week before Christmas. On Wednesday, they go uh, to Parkersburg South, the number four ranked team in West Virginia. And then on Thursday, they go to University High up in Morgantown. They're the number three team in the state of West Virginia. They will have earned a little bit of a Christmas break, Rube, after that stress. Give them a few days off to heal up. And one of the uh, wrestlers who will be facing that rugged schedule is sophomore Ethan Kay. He's having a strong start start to, to his season. Ethan uh, is just a gritty kid. He, he shows that on a football field. He played hurt. Uh, a lot of the football season. Glad to see he's healed up. Uh, and uh, I think uh, they're very excited about his future. I mean, he's a kid that uh, I guess sky may be the limit for him. And, uh, you know, hopefully he will uh, come out of this unscathed this, uh, over this next week uh, and uh, continue to improve and get better. All right. We hope you enjoy Viking 360. Ripley sophomore wrestler Ethan Kay racked up five straight wins in last week's tournament at John Marshall. Kay and the Viking wrestlers will face opponents from Ohio, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia in this weekend's tournament in Canton, Ohio. All right, um, Ethan Kay, congratulations on going 5-0 and at the uh, John Marshall Invitational Tournament. Uh, tell me about how things went uh, on that Saturday up in Moundsville. So, you know, it's always... I'm always thankful just to be able to get the opportunity to go out there and do what I love. But our, we found out a couple of days before who we were going to be wrestling first. So we kind of like, you know, we knew that John Marshall was our first match, and they're usually pretty well-rounded team. My first match, I kind of started out a little bit flat, which is what Coach Smith tries to not, he tells us not to do. I ended up actually falling down 2-0 about halfway through the first period, but then I Ended up getting a reversal and then took the kid straight to his back and ended up winning my first one and then I had two pretty quick, easy pins and then the, I had a really tough, good, solid opponent from Cameron and I just wore him down and ended up winning and then finishing off the day with the Brooke kid who I pinned. Well, that's great. Ethan, we have a big tournament uh, coming up on Friday and Saturday going up to uh, North Canton, Ohio. And this is a uh, one of the oldest and most prestigious tournaments uh, in this part of the country. I understand that, that there will be 37 teams there, from of course from Ohio and from Pennsylvania, as well as a, a few from West Virginia as well. Tell me about the competition that you're going to face or that your teammates are going to face when they go to North Canton. Well, you know, just like you said, Ohio, all those different states, they're all, like, notoriously known for being pretty good wrestling states, and I think going down there, it's going to be it's going to be tough. There's not going to be a lot of, you know, gimme matches where you kind of go out there and don't wrestle the greatest. Well, all of us, everyone in our lineup's going to have to wrestle pretty tough and solid, well-rounded to go down there and do good. Ethan, when you're in a tournament that big, is there a... Uh, because there are so many entrants in each weight class, uh, can there be some long delays in between uh, your matches, and, and how does that affect you? Uh, yeah, there can be long delays if, like, 
you know, a computer system goes down or there's some, like, really long, stretched-out matches, and it can affect you if you let it. Like, if you're in between your matches and you're just, like, you know, laying around, not doing the proper things, and you're probably going to come out there and wrestle a little bit tired. But for the most part, I've done this long enough that I understand that, you know, I wrestled, get a little bit of water in me, and then, you know, hang out, you know, talk to Coach Smith about, my match or my upcoming match and see who I'm wrestling next, you know, maybe try to get a tip off of, you know, the opponent he's wrestling, what, you know, might happen or anything. And, and Ethan, that was going to be my next question because I know with West Virginia wrestling, it's pretty much a tight-knit group. You know, uh, and I've heard of a lot of these other wrestlers from the time that you were in the youth leagues coming up. But when you go to such a massive tournament and teams from out of state, you're going up against people sometimes that uh, you've never heard of them or never wrestled against them before. Uh, does that change your strategy uh, going into a match? Uh, no, I just, I go out there, I treat every match like it's going to be the toughest match of my career. I just go out there every match and I'm, I tell myself that that kid has to go out there to wrestle me, so I'm going to wear him down and I'm going to get this win. Very good. And Ethan, what weight class uh, are you uh, going to target for for this season? Uh, I'm wrestling 144 right now, and I feel pretty good right here. I'm not cutting too much weight, so that's where I'm at. All right, Ethan K., congratulations on their five wins up at John Marshall, and thanks for being with us on the podcast. Yep, thank you. Ripley Basketball has a doubleheader on Saturday at West Virginia State University in the Fellowship of Christian Athletes Hoops Classic. The Lady Vikings will take on Charleston Catholic at 10.30 in the morning, and the Vikings will follow at noon against Herbert Hoover as we hear from assistant coach Jamison Hunt. Jamison Hunt is the junior varsity coach uh, of Viking Basketball, and they are also off to a 2-0 start just like the varsity so, uh, Jamison, tell us about uh, this year's JV squad and, and how things are going in the early goings. Yeah, it's, it's always nice to go uh, 2-0 and at the start of the year. Uh, we have a relatively young group for a, a JV squad. We're pretty much playing all sophomores with a, a few exceptions, uh, playing a couple juniors. But um, I really like our team. We play super hard. And any anytime you play hard, you're going to give yourself a chance to win. Uh, which is something I've been trying to tell our guys. We're not we're not the most skilled offensively. Um, we still we don't have the best basketball IQ, but we play hard, and uh, that makes up for a lot of things. And uh, thankfully, it's led us to to win so far. And, and Coach Hunt, uh, as a JV coach, you have an extra factor that goes into uh, your situation, and the, you have to consider uh, the number of quarters that each player has, and you. You cannot go over the limit uh, for a particular evening. Right, and uh, the extra quarter this year is uh, definitely helping some of our guys. I think of, uh, I used Parker Boyd, uh, who's, who uses four quarters in the varsity. He, he only uses one quarter, JV, and uh, that gives him some extra experience for varsity. Uh, Garrett Rhodes, another junior, along with Parker, who plays two quarters for me, also can where he's not really going to get a lot of minutes um, because of how good Brady Anderson and Luke Johnson are. So uh, letting him bring the ball at the court sometimes, playing on the wing, getting him some experience on the wing, um, 
those are two extra quarters that are greatly beneficial to someone like Garrett. And then Connor Casto, who still uh, hasn't played a lot of basketball, um, but he's really been good for us so far, uh, playing four quarters. And he can still come in for two quarters if foul trouble or something happens with uh, our bigs in the varsity game. So getting that extra quarter this year has definitely helped my JV team so far. And Coach Hunt, uh, on Saturday, uh, we take on a team from Herbert Hoover uh, at a facility that you're very familiar uh, uh, with. Uh, tell us uh, about the Huskies and what we might expect uh, in Saturday's game. Yeah, we, we played Hoover a, a few times in the fall league so uh, at Sissonville, so we kind of know a little bit about them. They're, they didn't have uh, Dane Hatfield, who's one of their starters. He was a really good quarterback for them this year, and he's a really good athlete, so He's uh, going to be someone that we're going to have to key on. Uh, they also have uh, shooting guard Eli Robertson. He's about uh, 6'3", can score it on all three levels. Uh, we're really going to have to limit what he can do if we, we uh, want to have a good chance to win. And they got a few other role players. I think their point guard Donovan, he's a really good shooter for them, so we can't help much off of him. Uh, we got to make sure he doesn't get hot because uh, teams like that are really hard to beat when their role players are making plays. Uh, so, yeah, in Washington State, it's a bigger court. Thankfully, Robert Seabird, when we went up there and played, they have a bigger court, so our guys are kind of used to the bigger court. Um, a different backdrop, kind of how at Ripley we have the walls pretty much right behind the hoop, and Robert Seabird had a deep backdrop, so thankfully our guys are a little bit used to that, uh, like they'll see this Saturday at Washington State. Coach Hunt, uh, thanks for talking with us, and Good luck on Saturday down at, uh, at West Virginia State. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Lady Viking point guard McKinnon Hall says her team's 5-0 start is encouraging. But the thing the senior is focused on is ending her high school career in Charleston in March. All right, if people only knew McKinnon, as McKinnon Hall joins the broadcast now, uh, this is the fourth time we've tried to do this interview, so I'm hoping that this one will actually be the right one. But four times, uh, you're 5-0 and to start the season. You've been playing outstanding. What a great start for you. Thank you. It couldn't be a better start for my senior year. Not a great start for this interview, though, right, as we're going on uh, time number four? <laughs> <laughs> no, but let's hope this one works. I appreciate your patience, Mac. But tell me about this team. You guys have been uh, incredible to start uh, pieces fit really well together. Uh, obviously, your leadership is uh, immeasurable. Uh, I don't think we would be 5-0 without you at this point. But uh, talk about this basketball team. and You guys play a lot of basketball together, and, and you click really well. Yes, we do. As soon as the Roan girls transferred my sophomore year, we all started off as a really young team because we had a lot of freshmen and sophomore starters for our varsity team. And it was just a rough start because no one had really played together. So my sophomore year didn't really go as planned. But last year went a whole lot better. Pieces started to like, come together. And this year I have a really, really good like outlook on how this is going to end. And I'm just hoping for the best. You worked really hard in the offseason too, didn't you? Uh, just on everything, trying to get better, trying to be prepared for whatever might come at you. Uh, and, and I can see that in the way that you're playing. You just uh, you have a different – sense of urgency about you I think maybe is the best way to put it yeah ever since I was little me and my dad have always been in the gym working 24 7 on my shots on my ball handling on just everything and now that we have a whole team together off on the fall ball season 
and actually willing to work to get better for our regular season really helps us out a lot because you can tell we're coming out more fresh than the teams that didn't really do anything over the offseason. What fuels you? I mean, when we do your games, you're on the floor as much as you're standing up, diving for loose balls, uh, trying to get those 50-50 balls. What fuels you to do that? I mean, like, where does that fire come from? Well, honestly, I just play for my parents, and my family means the world to me. And I'm a very big competitor, and I hate to lose. And any chance that I have that I see a loose ball, I, I just have to have it. If I don't get it, it makes me mad. Like, I want to be the best at everything that I do, and I just have to be better than anyone out there on that court. Free throw shooting, Maya, has been a little bit of an issue for you guys here through the beginning part of the season. Uh, you've seemed to have shot the ball well from the free throw line. Uh, how do you clean that up? Uh, that's, uh, is it all mental? Most of it is mental, yes, but after every single practice, Sophie and me and our parents, our dads, stay after and we shoot and work on foul shots every single day. And at the end of our thing, we always have to make 10, 15, 20 foul shots in a row without missing two. And I think just getting that mental, like having your shot mentally formed in your head really helps because... In practice, we've been working on foul shots more, but you have to do it on your own time to actually get the full effect. You've been off the court for about a week now, and you got an early morning start Saturday. Um, how is that going to affect you? You're, I'm assuming you'll get out of bed a little bit earlier, maybe get moving. Uh, but that, that's an odd start time, and I know that'll be a challenge for you guys. Honestly, myself, I'm a morning person the way it is, so it's not really a big deal to me. But just knowing that I have a big game ahead of me, I want to get, like, fired up. Like, I don't really care, like, how early, how late. Just as long as I'm playing basketball, my mind's going to be there, and I will be there until the end of the game. Mac, enjoy this season. Uh, it's It's been a pleasure watching you play over the last three and a half years. And we look forward to this year. This is going to be a fun, special year. Thanks for the time, and best of luck. Thank you so much, and thank you for having me. He's been the most dominant player on the floor through his first two games of his senior year. But Viking Luke Johnson says he doesn't care about his stats. He only cares about winning games. All right, happy to be joined now by a senior big man. And when I say big man, I mean it. 6'11", Luke Johnson. Luke, thanks for being with me, bud. Yep, thank you. Great start, man. Uh, you, you look really locked in. Uh, you guys are 2-0 and so far, and you've been dominant. You've been getting double, triple teamed, sometimes quadruple teamed. Uh, you're still making buckets, getting rebounds, finding open shooters. Uh, you look really locked in, man. Tell me about it. Uh, well, I went into this year thinking this is my. I mean, this is my last time. I've been here four years, and I can't really leave nothing behind. What uh, What is it rebounding wise, man? This year it seems like you just you have a nose for it. Uh, you rebounded well your whole career, uh, but your positioning this year. Uh, Jeff Waybright mentioned it the other night on the broadcast. You you were always in the right place to get that rebound. So you weren't having to go over people's backs or, you know, uh, use your length to get them because you did so uh, with good fundamental basketball and being in good position. Uh, is that something you worked on in the offseason? Oh, yeah. Um, I've just tried to be in, in the – being in, like, a better spot when I'm not uh, – when I'm trying to work before I have to work, if that makes sense. Tell me uh, about your offensive game. Um, obviously, we know what you can do around the basket. I think you have – 10 dunks already through two games. You're going to break records, which is not a whole lot to say here at Ripley. Uh, your brother and Luke Lehu and uh, your, uh, your older, your, both your brothers, rather, and Luke Lehu and a couple of others, the only people that ever dunk here. So it's fun to watch that happening. But your mid-range game's been good. Your three-point shot looks good. 
your free throw shooting's been pretty solid. Uh, is that, again, something you worked on, trying to expand your game a little bit? Yeah, I'm trying to play outside more to open up the paint for me and Brady and our, and, and our guards, too. Defensively uh, as well, I think you had six blocks against uh, Robert Seabird. Um, you, your length, obviously, a, a big part of that, but timing's a part of that as well. Uh, another thing defensively, I, I feel like you've really improved strength-wise uh, and then on the defensive end just being in the right spot. Yeah, I think I've, I've gotten better at going towards the ball and not towards the person. So you got uh, a game Saturday. Uh, it's going to be a, a tough matchup for you guys. You had a few days off. Uh, what have you guys done to prepare for you know maybe an early start, an unnormal or unusual to what you normally do, start at noon, uh, any effect are you a morning guy or you like to sleep in how, how are you going to prepare for that i'm not much of one to get up at a <laughs> at a good time but uh we're going into the game two and i think hoover's like oh and three we're trying to not get our heads too big because i mean it's a game I and mean, we it it i mean it could go good or it could go bad quick i hate to put the cart before the horse man but this team's got a legitimate shot to go to the civic center and i know that's something uh, that you have to have in the back of your mind thinking that's where I want to end my career is on that floor at the Civic Center. Plus, you have bragging rights over your brothers. Neither of those were able to do that. So I know that's something that you've been thinking about. How do you not allow that to, to kind of mess with your day-to-day? Uh, I mean, I've thought about it a lot. I don't want to play my last game here. I want to play my last game there. I mean, it took me four years. I mean, I had a chance to go to my ninth grade year with my oldest, or with my middle brother. And it sucked not, and it really sucked not going. So, and I think this year we have the talent and the team to take it there. What do you guys have to do? Uh, obviously, we got to make shots. Uh, that'll make things easier for you guys. We start to make some shots on the perimeter, take care of the basketball, which I feel like we've done a better job of here through the first couple of games. But what do you think is probably the main key for this team to just keep getting better and be one of those teams at the end of the year that has a chance to go to Charleston? If we can keep all eight, nine of our guys in the same mindset as like the first five of us or first six of us, I think we have a really good chance. Luke, thanks for the time, man. Best of luck this year. Thank you. Remember, for all the news on the blue, go anywhere you can find podcasts, search Viking 360, hit the subscribe button, and turn on your notifications.